all you gardening cats and gators, welcome to Gardening with Cisco, June 15th. So uh, thanks a lot for tuning in and congratulations to uh, all you graduates. I drove kind of past the corner of uh, UW this morning and I saw all kinds of young people standing out holding bouquets. So uh Oh, nice. I, you know, I never went to one of my graduations. I've graduated from a bunch of different colleges, but uh, uh, even at SU, I got a graduate degree there, but I never went to the <laughs> graduation. But I had to get the campus ready for it. Hey, I want to introduce my guests right now, and I'm going to say hi to all you folks I spoke to and saw this week. So Jeff Daly, so Jeff Daly is the Director for Grounds, is that your title, at uh, Seattle Pacific University, which is really special to me because I was Director for Grounds at Seattle University for 24 years. Jeff, how long uh, have you been at uh, SPU? Hi, Cisco. Hey, thank you so much for having me on your show. I start my 30th year at SPU oh, la, this la. August. And you know what? It's like, whoo, where did the time go? Oh, boy. It goes fast, doesn't it? It goes so fast. And Cisco Just... and I have commiserated over the years about being the gardeners on a university campus. Oh, yeah. You know, it's uh, you never have the budget you want. I'll exactly. tell you that much right now. But you sure work with some wonderful people. Oh, I hope to tell you. Yeah. The SPU people are just absolutely great, just like at SU. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and it's fun. Did you take any courses while you uh, worked at SPU? I uh SPU doesn't offer horticultural programs, right. but I've taken a lot of different horticultural programs uh, over the years, yeah, uh, just like yourself. Well, yeah, at SU, you got to go to school free if you worked there. Oh, so, yeah. Well, they so have that's the same... why I have a graduate degree at SU. <laughs> it works out nice. Yeah, it wasn't horticulture. It was public administration, but it was wonderful, and I, I always encouraged all my employees to do the same thing, but... It was totally uh, their choice, but uh, so uh, you were getting everything ready for oh, graduation boy. at yeah, SPU. Graduation at SPU has already happened. Oh, our, already high happened. End, our high end ceremony, the uh, ivy cutting that we do, uh, was last Friday, and uh, the place was looking spectacular. And fortunately, it didn't rain. It was all outside. Oh, nice! And we were looking good. The sun was breaking through the skies, and the green, the grass was green. The flowers were out. And all the parents were there and the grandparents. And, uh, oh, yeah, it's just a special time for all the graduates and also for the faculty as they say goodbye to the students to go out and engage the culture and change the world. Yeah. You know, it's so funny, though. People don't know how hard we work. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, man, when you're trying to get the campus ready for an event like that, you put your heart and soul into it, I'll tell you what. And, yeah. But uh, but then you sit back and look at how beautiful your campus looks, and it's just so rewarding and wonderful. Exactly. So just like working in your own garden, just a little effort that you put into your garden, it creates immediate transformation, and it's very rewarding to look at your garden after you've done a few little minor details, you know? Cool. Yeah. All right, listen, we're going to talk more in a minute. But I do want to, I have a few surprises to tell uh, uh, my listeners, but I want to say hi to everyone that I spoke to last week. So right after the show, I drove to Sorticulture. I don't know if you've ever been to that. It's an art and plant, uh, art garden art and plant show. And so all the artists there, and there's gazillions of them. They fill the whole Legionnaires Park in Everett. And uh, 
So it's all these, you can only bring your art if you make it by hand. So the artwork is fantastic. The plants, they get a lot of great nurseries. If you haven't been to Sorticulture next year, you got to go. It's wonderful. It's usually uh, about a week before now in June, and uh, it's just, it was really fun. So, uh, and I came home with... uh, Two piece, two glass bugs. I buy these glass bugs from this. I can't think of her name right now. Woman who uh, lives down in Oregon, and she brings her art to sort of culture. I also see her at Art in the Garden in the Bellevue Botanical Garden, which is a great event. And uh, I have got a collection of her bugs. I just love them. And I brought home from Glass Quest, I brought home a big uh, glass snail. Yep. Baby, was it cheap? <laughs> but, oh, it looks so cool in my garden. It's on one of my fountains right now. So, uh, And uh, and uh, raccoons knocked it over, but they didn't break it. Oh, my God, that would have been the end of my life. Hey, I want to say hi to uh, all the folks who came on my tour of Broadmoor Gardens. So this was uh, auctioned off to help our uh, Washington Park Arboretum, our Seattle Arboretum. And so... Uh, so uh, I teamed up with Jason Moore, a, a really famous landscape architect, and the two of us led uh, the people who uh, who won the auction uh, around some of the best gardens in Broadmoor, uh, right by the Arboretum. Was that fun? And uh, I got to uh, thank uh, Joan and Napier for opening up their home and giving us the best lunch anybody's ever had in their life. So uh Fantastic time. And Jason Moore, that guy knows his plants. You know, not all uh, landscape architects know plants, but Jason Moore is really good. And so we had a lot of fun on that tour. And uh, all right. And then uh, there was another tour, garden tour, but that was of uh, my home garden, Mary and my home garden. So that was to support the BBG that was auctioned off as well. Went for quite a bit of Mulala too. So that makes me really happy. And it just so happened it was on Thursday, which it was 96 degrees when I led the tour. It was one of the shorter tours I've done, but the people really got into it. And we ended up really taking time and seeing the whole garden, and it was a lot of fun. And um, so you folks were just great. Thanks so much for coming and withstanding the heat. <laughs> Wine helps. Okay, so uh, and then uh, – I just want to say that I was out at the, the at Heronswood because I'm on that steering committee. Nita Joe's on there, a lot of good friends. And uh, we walked around in the garden. My gosh, Heronswood is spectacular. So it's open every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. There is a charge, but it's worth it. So if you want to do something fun, and you know what's really cool now? They've got almost every one of these plants are so rare. I can't even come close to identifying a lot of them, and uh, they're they're all labeled now, just about every one. So there's nothing worse than walking through a garden and wondering what is that, and not being able to find out. And uh, so they, so they're just about all labeled. This is really fun, and they're having some great classes. So I have a link right on the front page of Cisco.com. To the Heronswood Garden in Kingston, you can find out all about going to visit there and admission costs. And uh, they also offer some really great classes. So the next one is Plant Study 
deciduous trees, shrubs, and vines, or do plant ID, you'll learn about how to use them. It's really a cool, and the people teaching them are really good. It's uh, Ross Baton, Nathan Lamb. They, these two people work for Heronswood now, and they are top of the line. So uh, anyway, I just want to let you know about that. Then uh, I've got my big surprise for you right now, and that is that, uh, oh, don't forget, I am going to be on New Day Monday, too, and I'm going to be talking about herbs, 11 o'clock, King 5. But uh, I, I did something really fun this week. I got I got flown down to L.A. by a pretty big TV production crew, and uh, we made a pilot for a n- new national TV show, which I would be the host of, and uh, it's called uh, Greener Pastures. And now the big question, will it get picked up by some different networks or whatever out there now? And uh, so I'm really, really excited about this. I had so much fun, even though it was about 100 degrees. (laughs) But uh, I just had so much fun doing this show, and they let me improvise like crazy. And I kind of added my own little comedy routine at the end. It was really fun, the nicest people I've ever worked with. So you may be seeing me on a national TV show pretty soon, and that'll make me insanely busy. (laughs) But I'm really excited and had so much fun. So just last, before uh, we take a break here, I wanted to let you know where I'll be this week. So Friday, I'll be speaking at Wilco at the Wilco Farm Store in Bremerton. So that's at 1 p.m. So Friday, June 21st, it's going to be a huge party. We're going to give away a lot of plants and fun things. So uh I really hope you come in Bremerton. That's a fantastic uh, new Wilco Farm store there. I think it's been going for a year. And then uh, Saturday, June 22nd at 3 p.m., I'll be at Christensen's Nursery in Mount Vernon for their Rosie Day Out. So this is a big rose festival at one of the coolest nurseries. And John Christensen is the rose guy in the the beds there are spectacular, filled with all, every rose you ever saw and perennials. And we give away a ton. So funny because John always goes, don't give away so many plants this time. And they go, ah, oh, well, I think we should give this one. And he always lets me get away with it. Hey, and uh, Nita Joe Roundtree is going to be speaking before I get there. I don't, I won't be there till three because I got to leave the radio station and drive up there. And that's in Mount Vernon. But uh, Nita Joe Roundtree will be talking about roses earlier. And that is a fun festival. So if you want to have a good time, come to that. Finally, next Sunday, June 23rd at 4.30 p.m., I'm going to be speaking on Vashon Island uh, at the wrap-up of the Vashon Island Garden Tour. So uh, this is going to be a lot of fun. The Garden Tour sounds fantastic. I'm actually going to go on the garden tour, so I'll see lots of you while I'm around, walking around on the island, checking out all the cool things. And uh, so really looking forward to that. We're going to do a really fun thing. This is their special party at the end of the, of the tour. So uh, you'll be uh, you'll get a chance to win a Gardening with Cisco t-shirt. And I'll be doing book signing too. All right. 
So, hey, we're going to take a break right now. And then uh, Jeff Daly and I want to tell you about another fun garden tour and talk about gardening. But we'll take all your phone calls, too. one 973 Hey, right back after this. Oh, all right. Good job. Okay. So Jeff Daly, uh, the person that directs all the grounds care over at beautiful Seattle Pacific University is on with me today. But you also are heavily involved in the West Seattle Garden Tour. I am. I'm on the executive board of the West Seattle Garden Tour, and I am a West Seattle native. I've lived in West Seattle my whole life. Wow. And I have been so excited to come on your show and tell your listeners that on June the 23rd, we are going to celebrate our 25th annual garden tour. This is our silver anniversary coming up on June the 23rd, Sunday. And I'll tell you, we have pulled out some incredible gardens for attendees to come and walk through these residential gardens where normally most people can't go into these gardens. Sure. And as a teaser, one of the gardens is the Coleman Estate. Now, you've heard of the Coleman Dock, the Coleman Pool. Okay. This family had uh, two and a half acres just south of the Vashon Island Fauntleroy Ferry, and it's pristine. And it's now the Tangney Jones Garden. And this garden is absolutely spectacular. You could spend a whole half of a day just walking through this two and a half acres Fine. on our garden tour. Fine. Yeah. Well, I'm hoping I'm going to get to go. You know, well, it's real close to the Vashon Island Ferry. Oh, well, yeah, that's true. And I'll be heading over to the Vashon. Woo-hoo! But uh, is it going Saturday and Sunday? The West Seattle Garden Tour is only on Sunday. S- oh, it's only Sunday. Yeah. Well, From- I might just, at least I'll come see the Coleman absolutely. Garden From- before I head off. I, I've had a lot of fun at the West Seattle Garden Tour. Oh, in you've the past. been involved, yeah, in years past. Yeah, I've given talks for it. Mm-hmm. I've, uh, I, but I've gone on the tour a number of times, and there's the guy, he owns that Italian uh, restaurant downtown. And he's really a neat guy. I went there with my mother in law and Mary. He en- ended up inviting us in for dinner. This oh, doesn't wow. happen all the time, folks. <laughs> the but, gardeners uh, don't in- normally invite oh us God. in for dinner. We had so much fun. It was, and my mother-in-law was just like bowing down to me by that time. <laughs> <laughs> but I had a lot of. There's been a lot of good gardens there. Where can people get tickets for that? That's a great question. Tickets can be purchased at our local uh, venues, the West Seattle Nursery, and in the West Seattle Junction, Junction True Value. And our own Home Street Bank right there in West Seattle on Alaska Street. And then our sponsors as well on the east side, Wells Medina Nursery. And then for our friends in the north, Swanson's Nursery just north of Ballard. You got it covered. Yeah. And then you can also get tickets online at westseattlegardentour.org. And, um, yeah. And we have a link, right, to the West Seattle Garden Tour. So you can link on that. Yeah. You know, garden tours are so great. Because just like you say, it's a way you get to see private gardens you'd never get to see. Exactly. And uh, usually the owners are there and you could talk yes. to them about what's that plant or mm-hmm. uh, how did you figure out what to plant in this terrible spot where nothing will <laughs> grow, you know? It's wonderful. Exactly. It's a great opportunity to come and see what other people have done in their gardens and to get inspri- inspired. 
you know, there's a great way of getting inspiration. Yeah, it really is true. And I do want to remind people that I am going to be at the Vashon uh, Center for the Arts Garden Tour, but that goes Saturday and Sunday, June 22nd and 23rd. And uh, so and, the West, and the West Seattle, Seattle Garden Tour is on Sunday, June the 23rd. And tickets are limited. So if you want to come on the tour, you need to jump. Oh. And let's get a ticket and rock and roll and celebrate with us our 25th anniversary wow. tour. Fun as can be. So uh, are, is there anything in any of the gardens, uh, any like plant sales, anything like that? Thanks for asking. We have... Uh, we have raffles that we have, a lot of different uh, items that sponsors have donated. And uh, we um, let me tell you a little bit about the organization. The West Seattle Garden Tour is a nonprofit organization. And catch this, Cisco. This is our 25th year, but in the last 24 years, completely with volunteer help, we have been able to raise just over $400,000 wow. that we've been able to give back to our beneficiaries that we support every garden tour. This year, we have some great beneficiaries. The Gatewood Elementary PTA is putting together little gardens for the students in the elementary school to study so in. Learn and, exactly. Wow, cool. And of course, Arts West, our local theater group, uh, City Fruit, the West Seattle Bee Garden. City Fruit, that's great. No, the, all right. Yeah, the and the Fauntleroy wow. Watershed Council, Fauntleroy Creek comes down and enters Puget Sound right there by the Vashon Island Fauntleroy Ferry. And we're trying to bring that salmon habitat back into the Fauntleroy Creek watershed. So we're supporting them this year and Community Orchard of West Seattle that go around and and help people gather fruit for, uh, for people to enjoy. Wow, that sounds so these are great. these are some of the beneficiaries for this year. So when people go and purchase a ticket and come on the tour, they are actually supporting the beneficiaries that we are supporting as an organization. Cool. All right. Well, listen now. There's no way I can be stumped today with Jeff Daly here with me. <laughs> Two powerhouses. The dynamic duo. <laughs> so uh, when we come back, Susan, you'll be the first one. We're going to pop you on 97.3 Cairo FM right after this. This is Gardening with Cisco on the all-new Cairo Radio Weekends, brought to you by PacificTopsoil.com and Moldax in Woodenville. Ooh la la. Here's Cisco. Oh, la, la. So Jeff Daly from SPU is here with me, and uh, we're going to go to those phones. Hey, let's go to Issaquah. Hi, Susan. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? Oh, fantastic. Thanks. Except um, I moved to Issaquah in March. I'm on the ground floor now. I wasn't before in my old apartment. This place has a lot of old shrubs and whatnot, uh-huh. and noticed that some of them are being eaten. Uh, the roadie, some things that I don't know what they are, but not eating the forsythia. And I was looking online, and I'm wondering if it's weevils. Well, are, are you seeing like little on the little edges bites of the leaves? Yeah, yeah, like it's... edges of the leaves, and some in the middle. Um, and it's at the bottom of the plant. Bushes, some of them, the bushes, I don't even know what they are, but 
I can, you know, I, it's toward the lower area. Yeah, it's so weevils. Far. It's weevils. They come up at night. And uh, they and when are. That was my flashlight. I didn't see anybody. But. Well, you know, <laughs> they, they, they come and go. But I'll tell you what, they are so hard to get rid of. Oh, my gosh. Ugh. I've got them at my house. But there, there is some. Uh, so have you, Jeff, have you ever used uh, nematodes to try and get rid of them? Yeah, I've used nematodes and, and the goopy stuff that you put around the base. Of yeah, the, you know, tangle like for toothpaste, it. yeah. So, so uh, oh, there's so many. I don't, I was wondering about the nematodes. If you know, I mean, they're not easy if to it use, would help at all. they're not easy to yeah, use. You gotta, you gotta mix them up, follow directions exact. Usually, you put them in a watering can and then you pour them out. It has to be shady when you put them out, and you can't let the ground dry out mm-hmm. once you put out the nematodes or they die. But there's something else. They yeah. only kill the larva underground. So it's there's the timing. there's all kinds of adults laying eggs all over the yeah. place. They're parthenogenic. They don't even have to mate. They just <laughs> pop babies, you know. So uh, so you have to go after the ones above too. But there is there's some new information that might be helpful to you. But uh, the other thing Jeff was talking about is putting. Uh, Put saran wrapper on your rhododendron trunk, and then what you mm-hmm. do is you. Now I used to tell people use tanglefoot uh, that you can buy, but birds get stuck to it. Oh, out in the garden. Yeah, birds die or something. Yeah, so you don't want to do that. So you got to use uh, what's that stuff you put on your lips? Uh, like chapstick? Not chapstick, but um, uh, egg bomb. <laughs> Vaseline. 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 Thanks you. Jeez, <laughs> oh, <laughs> I got to eat more Brussels sprouts, brain food. But yeah, so you could put thick Vaseline on the on the uh, saran wrap that you wrap around, tie, tape it on, and when the weevils come up at night, because they drop off in the morning onto the ground, they come up at night, they get stuck in yeah. the Vaseline. You could use a little twisty tie to attach that saran wrap to it. Oh, that's a good yeah. idea. Really good idea. So I, there's so but, many shrubs around here. Uh, oh yeah, you know, that's I mean, too just much. The ones well, out my window would be good, but see, that's know, what happens when you. That's what happens when you live close to the forest. You know, <laughs> nature will not be tamed. Yeah, it it yeah. it makes it's never going to kill any of your shrubs, but it can no. make them pretty ugly, and I don't like it. So so uh, I yeah. did some research on this. There's a product called Bioneem or Neem Away. And you'll have to do a search. It's not neem oil, okay? So that's really mm-hmm. important to be aware of that because, uh, you know, some people will tell you neem oil works. It doesn't. But uh, neem away is a different product that they distill from a tree from India. It's called the azadactrin tree or the neem tree. And uh, if you spray that on about every week, it's it's. As far as I know, it's quite safe for humans. And you spray that on about every week for a while. It repels the weevils like crazy. So they're going to stop eating your plant and go eat somebody else's plant or something. (laughs) It is one. Now, I keep. I keep telling people to do this, but I can't get my own hinder out there to do it, you know. <laughs> it's, it's hard to, you know, remember to do it and everything. But if you can get that product and you do that, uh, you can at least protect the plants that you value the most. Mm-hmm. 
you know, some yeah, the ones outside my window. <laughs> yeah, and uh, there is one other. They're thing. not. They're not eating my annual. I have annuals, flowers, they, and stuff in yeah, they're, pots. They're, they're very. Um, they're very particular about what they eat. They don't eat everything, yeah. but they eat a lot. <laughs> and uh, so, so uh, and there's about I don't know. There's about seven different kinds of weevils, maybe more. You know, another mm-hmm. thing I did. I'll just quick tell you. I uh, paid nieces and nephews to go out with their flashlights at night. They put sheets mm-hmm. under the rhododendrons and shook them. Seventy-five mm-hmm. weevils came down from one oh, rhododendron. Yeah. And how much did you pay per weevil? Uh, it was. Uh, it used to be a dime a weevil. It finally got up to a quarter, <laughs> and I said, "The heck with it." And get this. Worse yet. One day, uh, so they they caught a lot, and it cost me a lot. I'd throw them in the freezer, and then I'd count them and pay them. And then, uh, <laughs> so so uh, they were catching a lot, and then they weren't catching any because I think they wiped them out. Yeah, they took. Them then off. they come in with a big box full of them again, and I'm like, "Wow, I must have had a big hatch." The next day, I'm talking to my neighbor at the other end of the block, and he goes, what's that game your nieces and nephews are playing in my backyard with their flashlights? I was paying for the whole neighborhood's weevils. <laughs> they were tricking Uncle Cisco. <laughs> so uh, so you got to watch out if you pay some kids to help you out with this, but they can, you know, they can just drop them into a box. They're, they don't bite or anything. They're not going to hurt you. And you can pay them a dime a weevil. You can get rid of a lot of them doing that. And that, that gets rid of the adults before they can lay mm-hmm. eggs and increase the problem. So so is it like if, if there's some on my bush, if I can cut down on them, what about the others in the... They'll probably um, go what? to the ones if you're not spraying or controlling. They're, but they'll only go to the stuff they eat. So there are a lot of plants they don't eat. Like you noticed, uh, forsythia, no bites, because they don't like the taste of them or something. Well, and the one that's next to the forsythia outside my window loses its leaf in in winter as well. Yeah. Um, So they'll at least grow new leaves before they chew them up. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Will it, like, one of the bushes across the way that doesn't lose its leaves, it looks like, crap yeah well some are look like that what you know what you could do you could look and see what in your garden and go on the vashon garden tour look and see some in some gardens you'll see where weevils are active because everybody's got them you'll see plants that Mm. have no bites they're probably not controlling Mm. so you can look around and start noticing which plants don't have problems start integrating those into your garden Hey, I have to run, Susan, but uh, this was a very interesting question. I wish you the best of luck with this. (laughs) I won't tell the management because I know the mow and blow guys would have no idea what they were doing. They pesticide. Don't even don't even put them on the job. It's you're going to be you're better off with weevils and pesticides. All right, Susan. Thank you. Take care. Bye bye. All right. So. uh, We might have time for one more call, but we do have Patrick waiting. We're going to get you for sure when we come back on 97.3 Cairo FM. Okay, we're going right to Patrick over in North Bend. Patrick, what's happening in North Bend today? Oh, it's nice and beautiful. Ah, isn't that wonderful? (laughs) 
Yeah. I am trying to grow a bay leaf plant, and I was looking online, and they said something about zone, zone 5, zone 7, and I was wondering what the Northwest, Pacific Northwest specifically, was what zone they're in, because it depends on what zone you're in for how to yeah. care for them. I'm yeah. I, you know, I'll be really surprised if you can grow a bay a bay laurel. Really? If you're trying to grow the Italian one especially, that's less hardy. That's loris. I can't remember what it is now. but uh, Yeah, no, so, I, I got a bay laurel. Yeah, it's a... She was doing fine last year. I bought her last year, and then this year, I don't know if I'm overwatering it or does it get too much sun or... No, I... said something about... You know, sunlight for four hours or something like well, that? Well, yeah, it'd be better to plant that in morning sun. Mm-hmm. But, you know, morning, uh, morning. yeah, so you got the, have you got the California Bay Laurel then? Uh, yeah, I believe it is. Yeah, okay. So um, that's like something so, like, California. It's in a guy. pot. I don't have it out in the garden. It's in a pot. Well, you're so smart. I can move it around. Well, if it's in a pot, Patrick, you're probably going to need to at least bring it inside in the winter, and that might be a benefit because if you leave it outside in the winter, in North Bend especially, that pot is going to freeze solid, and that plant will mm-hmm. definitely not make it at all. Yeah, and even if you – it might make it in the ground in North Bend with uh, the global warming we're having – but this winter would have murdered it. I can almost guarantee yeah. it. On campus, we have yeah. a bay laurel, and uh, it does okay because basically we're at sea level at Seattle Pacific University. Yep. But North Bend is a little bit higher, and you're getting closer to the Cascade Mountain Range, and it's much cooler in North Bend than it is down where we are. Yeah, you know what you can yeah. do, Patrick? Go on the computer, put in, uh, you know, do a search on the the uh, U.S. Uh, agricultural zone of uh, North Bend. Now, where you live in North Bend can even make a big oh, difference. Absolutely. You know, so the higher up you are, the harder it is. We grew uh, the bay laurel at Seattle U2. We never had the slightest problem. And uh, even though we're up at a high elevation, we had all the warm air from the sound. I could grow anything yeah. at Seattle U. It was amazing. But yeah. up at North Bend, that's going to be tricky. But if you grow it in a pot, you want a big pot. That plant gets big. Mm-hmm. And you can cook okay. with that. It's way stronger than uh, oh, the yeah. bay laurel from uh, Italy. And the other fun thing to do with the bay at Christmas time is to, to put it in your wreaths. It creates fragrance, Great. and it has a nice yeah. look as yes, an evergreen. dark green. Oh, absolutely. You know, yeah. um, but here's a warning to everyone listening right now. So at Seattle U, I showed the Bay Laurel on a garden tour. I led tours every week there. And I showed uh, the Bay Laurel to some people on the tour. And I said, if you sniff it, it'll clear your nose just like that. And it does. <laughs> but this woman carried the leaf. She's the one that ended up with the one I pulled off. And she kept sniffing it, kept sniffing it. I thought we were going to have to call the emergency. She had a headache. like She said it felt like her brain uh, rolled up into a little ball and hid in one side of her head. <laughs> she had such a bad headache. So one sniff. One sniff only. But not like 12. <laughs> so, but but uh, that's a wonderful what plant. Watering, what about watering? I might be over watering it. Is there, yeah, it doesn't want to be wet. 
No, that's a California okay. plant. Yep. That comes from really dry conditions. Mm-hmm. So you only okay. want to water. What I do with a plant like that is stick my finger in and stick it mm-hmm. down to the second uh, uh, knuckle and feel knuckle. if you feel any moisture at the end of your finger. If you feel no moisture, it's time to water. But if you feel okay. moisture, don't water again because, uh, yeah, you could kill that guy pretty easy. And you want a big pot yeah. for that, which is going to be a pain moving it around. Mm-hmm. But it, you can, yeah, you know, fine. it'll go in your garage, but it has to have light. So if you put it in your garage, it's you're going to have to do what I did. I took the whole south side of my garage, turned it into windows. Oh, super. Put in skylights. And I move 70 trees and shrubs and perennials yeah. and cactus into my garage every winter. And because uh, people have got this crazy idea that garages are for cars. What a waste of prime <laughs> horticultural space, you know. So, yeah. okay. okay. Great. And, all right. That, that, that'll help me quite a bit. Also, one more question. Sure. I've got moles. In my vegetable garden, a mole in my vegetable garden, I cannot get rid of them. Give me a... Okay, I'll give you the, the quick and easy recipe, because I have to run in a second. But uh, So yeah. you can get this from my book, Ask Cisco, or my website, cisco.com. Don't forget the E on Cisco. And go to gardening, hit topics, and you'll find moles. And uh, okay. so it's mole blaster. It's made out of mint. So you take two okay. handfuls of pliable mint stems and leaves, put them in your blender with a little water, put that in a big soup pan, half full of water, get it to a boil, simmer for 30 minutes. Then you could dilute that to make six gallons of mole blaster. Moles hate mint okay. with a passion. You just pour that where they're knocking up the holes and uh, in their right. runs and... Um, Almost always, they pack up their bags and move to your next door neighbor's garden. So, uh, good that, deal. That you got to be persistent and do it a lot. But your house will smell okay. great when you're making the mole blaster. Cisco dot com. In case you didn't get that recipe, good. All right, Patrick. Cisco.com, mole blaster. Thank you very much for the information. Okay, Love Patrick. Thanks so much for the call. Good luck. Okay. All right. We don't have much time. Where can people get their tickets for oh, the Vashon? And uh, when is it again? Okay. The West Seattle Garden Tour is coming up Sunday, June the 23rd. You can purchase tickets at the West Seattle Nursery, the West Seattle Junction True Value, Home Street Bank in West Seattle. And also for Eastside residents, we have Wells Medina Nursery is one of our sponsors. And for our friends in the north in Ballard, Swanson's Nursery. All the best nurseries. Absolutely. I love the West Seattle Nursery. Oh, and it's getting so exciting in West Seattle. It's really great. All right. Well, listen, uh, Jeff Daly, it's been totally fun having you on the show. Yeah, thanks so much, Cisco. Love to be on your show. And he brought me a great bottle of wine. He's quite the (laughs) winemaker, too. He gave me one last time he was on the show, and that was so good. So, Oh, man. So uh, keep keep working hard. Okay. Seattle... Pacific University looking spectacular, buddy. Thanks so much. Okay. All right, everybody. We're going to hit the road in a second. So, uh, Brian, thank you as always, my good friend. And uh, everybody, remember the most important two things you got to do. You got to go out and garden. You do have to walk your dog a lot, too, because that's really important. And you got to eat your Brussels sprouts so that you stay intelligent, 
good-looking and buff like me. All right, everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Should I do you understand?